Hey guys, this is Angela Bless today. How's everyone doing? I pray everyone's not going crazy, breaking their necks to get Christmas and stuff. That you only can do what you can do. I know there's a lot of people out in the world today that is in need of a lot of things. And I continue to send out prayers and intercede on, on everyone's behalf that's going through having their car repo again, having their um, house, you know, um, payments behind in their house. Um, anything you may be going through today, I pray that God will show up and show out just in time. And long as we know that, long as we know that. The Jesus is our provider. The Lord is our provider. He's our Jehovah Jireh, our provider. So whatever you may be seeking, maybe whatever you may be asking and you haven't received yet, I want you to stand strong knowing that God is going to show up just a nick of time. You know, going back to, I'm going to tell you what the topic is today. I'm just going to get this off of my chest real quick. But going back to, want to talk about how when Lazarus, um, had died and they sent they sent message to jesus telling him that you know lazarus was dead but jesus said that he still had to be by his father business you know and it was a point in time for him to come and and show what god can do his father can do in, in the right time and place and so you know we and that just still stands with us god has appropriate time the right time when he wants to do something for us and for certain people and certain things that he's going to catch us off guard and we we're not going to know where it's coming from but we're going to be blessed we're going to be over we're going to we're going to praise him and thank him but we should do that in advance i trust me i know it's just it's, it's people that's hungry out there people that needs food and and housing and and clothing and and, and transportation i pray that god cover them you know the registrations are not up to date you know whatever it may be god has your back in the nick of time and it's going to take a community to pull together not the government guys not the government but the community to pull together to help each other out in this time of need that's all about and it's not black and white about it it's no color agenda gender to it. it's about us coming together as unity as one and helping each other's out and have each other's back even with these small businesses including me my now so i must start calling small business including our businesses you know a lot of us took a, um, a hit, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, God was able to allow me to bounce back at the appropriate time. God allowed me to um, bounce back at the appropriate time. So, guys, my topic today, and I shouldn't be long because I have a, a couple meetings I have to go to. And I have to, um, yeah. And I, I was going to talk about what happens when your plans don't fall through. But I'm, I'm going to talk about, uh, you know, uh, we're going to talk about suicide today. Because it's a lot of because of the holidays, a lot of people tend to get more depressed because either a family member's not there for them anymore, or either you don't have money, either a family member don't went on and been with God, the Lord, but we're still mourning for that person or persons, or even maybe we didn't, someone didn't have enough money to you know to buy their children or family or friends anything for um this holiday. Maybe you you got divorced. Uh, maybe your children not talking to you anymore. Maybe you're home alone, and sometimes that tends to bring a manifestation of the wrong things in your mind. You know, um, I had to deal with something close to my heart um, earlier this week about someone about suicide. I never dealt with that within myself as I was a child. Maybe like in my in my teens, growing up, all the way to my twenties, I was 
dwelling on that. It fell into my spirit to do so. I even tried to do so at one time. I tried to take a couple pills because I was tired of life. Life was heavy on me. I had no one to talk to. I didn't know what to do. And I keep um, addressing this. These times we have mentors, we have counselors, we have life coach. Back then we didn't have all that. We had certain people that talked to us, but they talked to certain people. You understand what I'm saying? But you know, when life was just bearing down on me and as a youth going through all these emotional roller coasters, not knowing how to handle situations, not knowing how to express myself, not knowing how to open up, I did I did go down that path that I did take some pills that I wanted to kill myself. And then something told me no and I, I threw the pills up. And remember one day I was with my 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 child's my children's father. And I was like, you know, I, I will kill myself. I said that. And I don't remember why I would say that. I was I was crying. He didn't know what was going on me. He thought I was just crazy. I was just, I was hurting. I had rage in me, anger. And for someone to stick around me that long because he tried to love me and I wouldn't allow him to end and he didn't know how to love me the way I needed to be loved. I wouldn't allow him to end to show him how to love me. It was me because I had a guard up. I had a, a brick wall up. I had issues that I was dealing with from childhood that I had put up. And so he didn't know how to address me. He didn't know how to handle me. You know what I'm saying? And so moving along, and I don't blame anyone in my past that I was in a relationship with that I went through some stuff with. I, you know, um, even though I went through some bad with abuse, um, I have forgiven him, but I, you know, I would not, would meet, would I talk to him again? I don't think so, but I have actually let that go, allow that to go and allow myself in order for myself to heal. Um, have he tried to reach out to me a couple of times? Yes, but I have, no, I have not answered because no matter, no matter money, no matter material things will make me go back to that awful, awful place ever again. But anyway, dealing with suicide. And so we probably don't know how to address or handle people that's in that mental state. You know what I'm saying? And once that spirit starts to manifest in your mind, if you don't know how to cast it down, you will fall sometimes victim to it or you will dwell on it longer and longer until you do go ahead with the plan. After you have committed suicide, I don't know what's after that. Only thing I could tell you with me, I'm not going to address, tell you that. I'm going to let you guys read a book. Um, I didn't, you know, I was able to throw up the pills and stuff like that. Did I seek help? I didn't seek help till years down the line. I felt like every person that I went to, to talk to, they was talking about me. They, it's not, I didn't feel, I knew it. Cause one person would know. And I was like, how did you know that? And I only told one person and it would, it would just get out. It was get out. And then here I go with my guards back up because I, I let my guards down because I trusted you. And I told you something so deep to my heart that it was a scar. And so what you did was rip the bandage back off and I'm bleeding over again. And I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm going back into that state, uh, not trusting anyone. No one loves me. Why could they do that? Why I'm alone? I'm going through that emotional roller coaster again, thinking maybe, I should in my life but maybe it will be better for that not thinking about nobody else because I was thinking I was being selfish for the people that was that did care about me that did love me around me I was too much focused on the ones that I was trying to please the ones that I wanted to love me the ones that I was trying to fit in my circle the ones I wanted to be around those were the ones that there weren't they weren't my friends they didn't need to hear the most intimate um, part of my feelings and my emotions that I was going through, you know, and I know you guys listen to my podcast a lot of time and, you know, I, I, for, from four years old and up, I, I dealt with some horrible things, 
you know, and I, I just, I really thank God that he brought me a mighty long way. I'm telling you guys, seriously, if it had not been here, I don't know where I would be at right now. I'm dealing with suicide. It's, it, it, it's level two where you need to get yourself to get yourself free. Some people choose to go to a counselor or a psychology, psychology, psychologist. And that's fine. Some people choose to do it the um, the spiritual way. Talk to God. Um, have people to intercede for them and denounce it. That's fine. Some people choose to just listen to music, talk it out, and write it out and sing it out. That's fine. As long as you get help. Because if you commit suicide, that's a selfish way out. And I'm not blaming anyone. That is a selfish way out. You're leaving people behind wondering why. If they could have done something different. What they could have done. You know, for instance, uh, again, I talk about this again. I, I mentor. Uh, I was I was into this elementary school before the children transitioned over to um, sixth grade, and I was speaking on my experience about me being molested, and I was explaining them it wasn't their fault if anyone has been molested. And I kid you not, about four people looked up at me, and when they, it's something when you give your that testimony, it's something that it is it's just you you draw certain people attention. And it was maybe, it was four students. One was a boy and three was a girl. And so later on the, um, the next year, mid next year in sixth grade, we found out that she, the one of the girls that was in that class killed herself. And I thought to myself, if I, should I have said something more? You know, was it my fault? Should I had reached out to her more? You know, and I thought about it, you know, it wasn't my fault because I planted that seed in, in that child. And it was okay because if I didn't see her no more, hopefully she would have grown up to know, you know, to be a better person. But it gets like that. She was only 14 years old. I mean, not 14. She was 12 years old, guys. 12 years old. Could you imagine 12 years old and I'm dealing with all these issues? I can imagine. I, I, I don't know how I dealt with it. I dealt with it with alcohol. I dealt with it with, with, with sleeping with, with guys. I dealt with it with um, being angry and, and, and breaking stuff. That's how I dealt with it. But it's other, it's other um, steps that you can do to deal with these emotional roller coaster and suicide thoughts. But don't take the easy way out. Don't take your life. Don't, we don't know what's waiting on you on the other side. But for you to take your life and to leave anyone behind, that is selfish. Seriously. You are love. You are magnificent. Maybe you're not seeing the light right now. You don't understand because when the seed is dropped in the ground, right? It goes through darkness, right? So once it's going through the darkness, it has to feel its way around, right? So once it feels its way around and know its way around in the dark, then it reaches up. Then it finds a hole and then a glimpse of light comes in. And once that light comes in, that seed takes root and become whatever plant, whatever tree that God has called it to be. And then it reaches out and it breaks from the darkness to be brand new, to be awesome, wonderful, beautiful, handsome, magnificent. It breaks out to be something new. So we have to go through those stages just, just like those seeds are going through those stages. We have to go through those stages until we are able to emerge to the top, to the light, to get what we need. And then not only if it's after it emerged from the top into the light, it still has to grow. It still has to be watered. It still has to be trimmed. It still has to remove the weeds around it and keep the rodents and whatever is from, from killing it. So we still have a lot, lot of work to do within ourselves and around ourselves with our children and with our hearts, our minds, and soul. We have to die to self daily. If not, we're going to continue going on the same path that we've been going, destructive, 
calling you pulling people down with us get mad playing the victim it's okay you was a victim you was molested you was raped it's not okay that happened to you but it happened to you and i'm sorry but we have to emerge and and raise from that point we can't stay down because it's other girls and boys are waiting for our testimony to say how we came out how did we make it out how did you make it out and give them that glimpse of light and that hope while they're in their darkness. Everything is not going to be good. You're going to go through some things in life that God is going to require you to, to, to stripe on your seatbelt for the roller coaster ride. And then you're going to have a moment of peace and, and, and a moment of uh, nothing but doors opening and blessings flowing through you. And then you're going to have another stage that you're going to be tried again. And then you're going to have your moment of peace for a little longer and then the blessings is going to open for you. We have a race that we have to run daily. We have assignments that we have to complete. We have testimonies that we have to set forth to tell other people to free them. We're not all perfect, but God still can use us. He still can use us. We're not perfect, but we can be made whole. And another thing, guys, I'm talking to my youth. So if he leaves you or she leaves you, it's going to be other guys. It's going to be other women. It's going to be other people that's going to be more magnificent than they are. So don't hurt yourself over that because that person left you. I know how hard I know how hard it could be for someone leaving you. I was in middle school when my first love my first, I fell in love with, I fell in love with the guy, um, in middle school and we was going to high school and he told me he no longer wanted to deal with me because I wasn't having sex with him, you know, and, and I cried my heart out to him. Okay. Whatever you want, I would do it. He said, no, he said, cause you're not that type of girl. I'm not going to force you to do something you don't want to do. And I cried and, and believe it or not, I was, I wanted to kidnap him and hurt him and put him in my trunk <laughs> if I would have done that I would have been in prison but but I made a vow to myself back then which I didn't know I was I was making a, a cursed contract that I would never ever let another man hurt me again I never would let another man in me again and as long as I live and I'm gonna break up with them before they break up with me and that's what I was doing and I had you know it, it was not till maybe three years later that I had to denounce that contract because I just realized that I, I I put a contract over myself it's just like a bounded contract a curse or something I had to denounce it I had to I had to bind it I had to root it I had to tear it out burn it and let it let the dust wither away with the wind because I don't want to sit my life like that I want to love people other than my children other someone else other than my children but I know God has to do a work within me in me he has to do something within my heart, my mind, and my soul to get me ready for that right person, for that right person. So I mean, you know, even if I turn you down, it's not it's not that appropriate time right now because I don't want to hurt your feelings, and it's not it's probably not meant for you to be around me at this time because, okay, who can handle their 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 lady around nothing but male? Like seriously. Doing interviews, it takes a very special guy to deal with someone in that industry. Also, a special woman to deal with a guy in that industry also. So moving along, about going back to suicide, get you somebody that you trust. Talk to them. Write things out, guys. Go outside. Run. Um, do some exercise. Go get counseling. Go get go get someone that will agree with you in prayer. But don't 
do it. It's not worth it. God has something better for you. Whatever you wait on God for, it's been so heavy, heavy on your a load of heaviness on you. Don't give up. The breakthrough is coming. It's coming. You have to trust God. You don't have to trust me. Trust God. He's going to make a way out of nowhere like he had done so many times before. Like he, he has always. But to sit there and say, okay, I'm going to end my life because I'm not getting what I want or I'm not going no places or no one like me or I just don't want to be here no more. I'm tired. That is a selfish move out. It is. But we're going to be back in a second. We're going to tell you, um, we're going to give you some, um, tools, um, or what to do, how to deal with, deal with, um, um, dealing with, um, suicide. If you have, um, if you know someone, maybe I'm going to give you a number also that you can call so that you can uh, pass along to anyone they may need. Okay, guys, I'll be right back. Love you. So, hey, guys, I'm back. So um, with the suicide thoughts and emotional um, stress that we go through in life and sometimes we bring it on ourselves when we think we can control a lot of stuff when things are out of our control and when things are out of our control that's when we release it and allow God to handle it uh, or release it um, and do all you can that you can do if you can't do it don't worry about it you understand and another thing we have to start making promises if we are making promises to help other people and we know we can't come through with it and then now we're feeling bad sometimes we do things because we want to be that person friends friend or we want this person to shout us out or we want to think that want that person's or persons to think we're amazing it's not the case we have to be honest with ourselves and with other people and stop putting more load on us more than we can bear sometimes we we deal with emotional stress and sometimes suicide thoughts when we um when a loved one leave us or even when we break up a a relationship that we've been in for a a long time and we have to outweigh it and look at it. Listen to me. I've been through a lot of stuff. All of the stuff I'm telling you guys, it, it, it could, it would help you guys. But some people may need a deeper, um, deeper, um, deep, deeper help. Somebody that you might want to reach out to some other people. But all that's this stuff I've been through. I felt like I wanted to hurt myself when someone broke up with me. Someone dear to me that I, I love. I felt like I went, I wasn't no good. No one would ever want me when I had all my children. I was an emotional roller coaster wreck, like I told you guys. And, and listen to me, listen to me. And so right now, with all the stuff that's going on in the world, yeah, I, I felt a, a hit. Or a nudge, and I, or, or I've been hit with friendly fires right within my own home, with my children not acting, some of my children not acting right, or with my financial when it came down to financial status. But God still made a way for me, it, it, you know, even with my liver arrangements and all of that. I, you know, it's plenty of time I cried to God, or got nervous, or got mad when He didn't show up when I want Him to show up. And then all of a sudden, you know what I told God? I said, "Give me peace within whatever I'm going through, whatever my family going through. I want that peace that's the past all." Under understanding because even when the the arrows are coming my way I'm not gonna worry because I know that you have my back I know that you're gonna provide for me I know that you're gonna make a way out of no way like you say you have and I know that you are you are a man that shall not lie you know I'm not throwing Christ on you I'm not throwing scriptures on you but I'm going by listen to me I am going by what he has told us Hey, without me finding God, I wouldn't be anything. I wouldn't be, I'd probably be in the streets. I would be dead somewhere. 
And let me explain something to you. During my time in my life on the streets, I've been homeless. Yes, I've been homeless. I slept in crack houses. I went on drugs, but I slept in crack houses. You know, um, and I've been in some places that you would couldn't even imagine. And so I'm coming from a place where I have overcame a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And the tests don't stop. You don't, you do rest in God's presence, but you still have to continue to keep going for the sake of other people and, and, and continue to intercede for other people and continue to pray for the right prayers for other people. There are going to be some people against you. There are going to be some people that's going to pick on you. You, We got to work on your self-esteem. I don't want to see another child die because of bullying on the internet because he or she don't look how like how she, uh, uh, how other people expect them to look, look like, look like. Hey, I don't dress like half the people. I prefer, I prefer tennis shoes and boots rather than heels. I can I I'll dress up, and, but I, I'll put on some heels like I'm, I'm a baby calf. I just, I just my mom just gave birth to me and I'm walking like a baby calf. You know that's a joke. <laughs> but you know I always been different and not knowing that now that I accept my difference, my uniqueness, my 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 well, how God made me. I you know I can continue to move on in life and for the adults that's doing all you can for your children you can't do no more it's okay it's okay you don't have to give them the world but you can teach them the right things to do you know i am not perfect when it comes down to parenting but i know how to do the right things now i know how to do the right things i teach my kids the ways the the way to go you understand what i'm saying and i might have enabled some of them along the way but as long as they overcome all the traffic and, and and pass their tests wherever they go through in life then that's we have i have done something i continue to pray for my children because my children my boys are typical teenagers or, or adult you know i have an 18 year old that i've been going through with him as i'm going through with him i have another child hit me up that's going through the same thing with his mother so as i'm mentoring to him someone's mentoring to my child it's like a chain reaction not getting off the subject but all that can leave you to the point that you're depressed and or are you frustrated or you're an emotional roller coaster or you want to just leave this earth it's okay you don't get other people's support god's gonna show you the right people's support he's gonna bring the right people in your life so for you to just take the easy way out uh, and again i say this and i'm not throwing darts in what that is a selfish way because you're gonna leave uh, uh, oh so many people hurt and you're gonna leave so many people on that path that's waiting on you to walk down that path to give them something to plan to see you're gonna leave them to die and they're gonna never know their true potential because you took your life it's people worse off than you it's worse off than you no matter what you went through no matter how they're someone's picking on you it's easy said and i was picked on i was the bully and so, well, so they was bullying me and i became the bully also but i had to learn i knew it was wrong growing up i knew it was wrong i didn't dress like everybody i had hand-me-down clothes they picked on me my hair went right down didn't look like everybody else i wasn't supposed to look like everybody else it took me a while to realize I am beautiful, I am unique, and I am different. And that's how God made me. And I'm going to give you guys some tools that can help you get through this emotional roller coaster and, and this um, suicide emotional. But first of all, I'm going to let you know straight up. It start, I want you to start by praying. You understand? So, dear God, you know, I need you right now. I turn to the left and to the right. I haven't found anyone that can help me. But God, you said that you are our Jehovah Jireh. You are our true, you are our provider. You are our present help and need. 
You say you never leave us nor forsake us. You will be with us into the very end. You say ask anything in your name and we shall give it. You shall give it to us. But you cannot ask in the midst that you want to show people. I'm going. I'm praying for that so I can show up. Where are you praying for that for? What do you need that for? He's going to open the doors for many of y'all. He's going to test a lot of y'all. Including me. To see where your heart is truly at. He's going to open it. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Trust me. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. I had to go through some forests. Some 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 valleys. And, and push my way through. Through all the stuff that was going on around me. And, and with me. You, you have no idea. No idea what was going on with me. And still I have to keep on with my day to day tasks. And find through these things and stuff. So guys. I'm gonna, first of all we're going to say call the suicide hotline. Suicide hotlines and chat rooms are important resources to use when you're in the crisis. They are free and you can connect um, with your counselor who will help you and talk about your feelings in a safe environment. Um, You do not have to provide any personal information when you call. And while the person on the other end of the phone may ask some questions to better determine your suicide risk, they will mainly listen, provide resources and help you develop safety, a safety plan. And that is so true. And you need to get around somebody. So let me give you the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. That number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, I'm going to give you the number again. National Suicide Prevention Hotline hotline what i got on the lifeline 1-800-273-8255 and they're, they're here to support you guys listen they're not going to tell your business they're only here to um give you the resource that you need and number two you need to make a, your environment safe making your space safe could involve removing items from your home that you may feel tempt you to use your tempt to hurt yourself um, such as pills or guns. If this isn't uh, isn't invisible, remove yourself from the situation by going somewhere else for a while, or asking a friend or a family member to help you out. And then again, if you don't have no one, go somewhere to the beach or go somewhere, sit down and just you know meditate and to pray and, and release those um um those toxins out of your brain. Take deep breaths in and blow the toxins out, and, and do about ten times. You know, go for a run. Call call the provincial hotline if you don't have anybody. Talk to somebody that will listen to you. If you can uh, say if you can use the help from a friend or a family member, be direct and explain what you would like them to do. Don't assume they'll know what you uh, want or need because they they may not. A person can't read your mind, you know. And seek professional help, you know. Seek professional help if you don't have nobody, if you don't trust nobody. It's, 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 it's very important that you seek professional help because we want you to complete your assignment. We don't want you to die with those talents that you have that you can you could have helped millions of people. You know, you you know, you do this and, and your blessing was right there. You understand? And nine times out of ten, that nobody but the enemy pushing you to say that because he know if you get a hold of that blessing, listen to me, what an impact you can make on this world on the united states and in other countries think big if you're not currently receiving treatment for um your depression it is important to reach out for help set an appointment with your family doctors psychologists to be evaluated and treated if you are ready to in treatment but are struggling your doctor will be able to help you this could be either by making changes to your treatment plan or by helping you to to be admitted to the hospital until the crisis passes Treatment options of depression often involve a use of psychology, uh, a medication, a combination of both, or sometimes prayer. 
Um, you know, ask the doctor if you need medication, if it's right for you. Sometimes I don't, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a licensed doctor. But for me, I would not, not medicines. Medicine might help some people as long as you can wing yourself off until you're better. But sometimes that medicine stays in your cells longer than street drugs do. It does something to your cells. It, it, I, you know, it's, it's, a, it's hard to explain, you know, but... I've been on um, prescription drugs before, and it was a heck of a heck for me to take to get off it, you know. But definitely talk to somebody that you can trust and somebody that you know. It, you know, it's different ways that you can remove, release that um, those toxins within your mind and your brain. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you have to get around a positive atmosphere and around an environment that's that's safeguarded for you, something that's positive. You got to get from all out of that darkness always being locked up in the dark and stuff like that you need to be around light and people and so forth and go from there you got to avoid alcohol and drugs because if all it does is make it worse listen to me tell you so I, I had a, I was 17 years old no I lied I was a little bit older and I had a bottle of gin listen to Tupac you know uh I'm not, which one was it it was one of them we ride and I'm listening to Tupac. I'm drinking and driving because I'm crying. I'm hurting. I'm pain. I don't want to be on this earth no more. And I'm driving. I wanted to ram into a brick wall. Listen to me. It wasn't nobody but God. Oh my God. As I look back, oh my God, I could have killed myself and hurt a lot of people. It wasn't nobody but God. It, it just enhances it, you know? So try to stay away from the drugs and alcohol. And I just pray that you do seek help, you know, work a problem solving, you know, write things out, have a journal, you know, sing it out, you know, go for a run again. Like I said, go for a walk. And it's important that you take one day at a time. You have to. I heard one of the football players said, uh, I am athlete podcast. And he was saying that how he had, I think it's PST. So I'm saying right. PTS or something like that. And how he how he said that the doctor was like every you know every player that gets hit so hard like that they develop it. And he said I'm gonna not gonna be that one. And he said what he used to, what he does. He said he took he's ta- he took it day by day. He started exercising. He started running. He started doing breathing techniques. He started meditating because he didn't want to be on the medicine and he didn't want to lose his mind. He said you don't understand how it feels to lose your mind when you think you're not here when you're really here and you don't know you know you don't know what day is. I understand what he's saying because it, it feels I've been there before not knowing what day it is or where I'm. I knew what day it was, but am I really here? Like you about to lose your mind when you having panic attacks when you your heart being fast and you thinking this is the day I'm going to have you know a heart attack or something when well, it's not that and that comes from oration and frustration and traumatic uh traumatic uh traumatic um um issues in life like when like molestation when you've been molested at a young age or when you've been beaten at you know abuse relationship when you've been beaten or been robbed that comes from that triggers that when you've been hit so hard or, or from car accident that all comes from that 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 right there that experience you know, I got little tears in my eyes, guys. Remind yourself, uh, remind yourself of the good things in your life. When you are feeling bad, it's very easy to forget all the positive things that you you still have in your life. They get pushed to the back of your mind. That's why it's helpful to remind yourself of the things from time to time. And this is very good, and, and I love this part because I remember um, I was watching. Um, I forgot what the movie was, but it was anyway. It was a guy in a wheelchair, and he would get in people's minds as they've been taken over by a demonic uh, entity. 
and he, he when he gets in their mind and the enemy will fool him with all this other stuff the stuff that's not real a mirage and he would have one good thing that only the person will remember and he would give it to them and when he would give it to them and then that person would realize that the dream the the life they've been living was a lie and it was a mirage and they and then they would see the enemy for who it is so they had to come up with a, a positive door to get out to get back where they was and then they the enemy will release itself and the enemy will be killed and so that 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 place you you have to remind yourself as a um a good times in your life you know anytime i some get upset or something goes wrong i always remember it's it gonna be funny you guys the beach and i always remember jesus walking on water for some reason and that brings me back and i have to constantly talk to myself and, and make myself um encourage myself also you have to encourage yourself also it's very important that you encourage yourself um through the issues and true and, and and things that you're going through and it said the one um, one way is to do this and to keep it uh, a journal. Yeah, I told you guys that at the, end of, at the end of each day, sit down and write about all the things you are thankful for. It may not take away your thoughts or feelings internally, but you will make you may have noticed it will help and it definitely will help. And keep your mind off. So read a book. After a while, you'll get used to keeping your mind off of stuff like that. See, seek human contact. Get around um, um, other believers. Get around other positive people that will help you along the way. Someone that won't see you as a, uh, um, you know, you're just doing this for attention when you really need help. You know what I'm saying? I say, get around people that that generally cares about you. You have one person that cares about you. You don't. I don't care. Nobody say. You, no one burns all their bridges no one talk to someone you trust also we talked about that uh distract yourself you gotta distract yourself you know about you know easing your suicide feelings can take time while you are waiting however it can help for you to find ways to distract yourself from the emotional pain make an arrangement agreement with yourself that just for a while as long as you takes you to watch a movie a phone on a friend or perhaps to go to go to work you will not focus on your darker thoughts as you uh, strangle together those shorter periods of distraction enough time will eventually pass for you to start feeling better and that is true focus like i said earlier focus on a book read something or do something to take your mind off of that remind yourself of the past experience remind yourself you went through this and you can get through this again and there's many times that you overcame a situation or circumstances that god opened uh, the right door for you Again, nothing's ever too hard for God. And you might want to consider other treatment options also. You know, if you are in immediate danger of hurting yourself, you haven't respond you haven't respond well to any of these um thoughts that I have given to you. So you might want to seek um professional help. Again, professional help. And again, I'm gonna give you the um the suicide hotline for you guys, just in case you need you know a friend that is in need of it. Um, National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is 1-800-273-8255. Again, the number is 1-800-273-8255. And guys, listen to me on my closing out. And whether you don't believe in God, I'm not going to force anything on you for those of you that's on here. But I'm going to tell you this, a, a, a small testimony. I was not saved when I got shot three times and I died on that corner. I was I was I was approximately 16 years old. And as I sat, sat there laying dying on that concrete, my spirit left my body 
And I went up to the first room where the stars and everything else was at. And so as I went up there, I saw I saw the presence of Jesus up there and how I knew him because what is said in the Bible later on. I didn't know anything about the Bible, anything. But all the feelings that he said as in the Bible, the love, the peace, the joy, I felt all of that. I felt every last one. I was not even saved. I didn't later on down the line. I found that scripture in that Bible after all this was over. And it's more in my book. I want you to listen to more of my book. But I was not saved. I was a damaged person going through issues in my life, a child. And it, I didn't turn my life over to God right away. It took me maybe 10 years, I know, 10 years down the line to go to actually surrender to God. And when I did, I allowed him to come back in my heart and to love me. But it still took someone work for him to deal with me. It's taking work now. I don't been through being molested by four family members. I went through suicide thoughts. I've been through a abusive, a, a bad abusive relationship which almost took my eye out. I, I've been through so much things in my life. And I'm here today that I know that God will make a way out of no way for you. I'm here today because I know God will open these doors for you. I, I've been homeless. I know how it feels to not have no lights on, not no water running. I know how it feels not to have food in your house. And just know that God will always open the door for you also. I know how it feels when you don't have money to pay your bills. You understand what I'm saying? You got to tell your children to not get anything for Christmas this year. I know how it feels that God opens those doors and he made a way out of no way. But you have to trust God's plan for your life. And if you're not saved today, I ask you to believe that God will make a way from you. I ask that you open the door and let him in your heart today. That's nothing too hard for God. Listen to me. That's nothing too hard for God. He has what you need. You just have to believe and you have to trust him. This is a season that we're going to have to press for even more than we have ever we did. This is the season that we're not going to trust. We don't have to. We can't trust on the government or anything else. We're going to have to trust in what God has already given us and what he has already said. These doors are open. Our angels in position to bless us. But it's up to us to believe or to doubt, doubt him. Doubt him. If you doubt your prayers, you will not get anything. You're going to be just like a ship, like he said, tossing to and from. And your blessings will be delayed and it may come late or it may not come at all. Are you listening to me? I love you. I want you guys to do better in life. I want to see you guys go somewhere in life. I don't want you in your life because you're going through something in, in life. You have to press forward. You have to push forward. You have to. Don't trust me. Trust God. I mean, I'm still going through things, but I'm still trusting him this year, this season of my life to make a way out of no way. This is all new to me. The foundation, everything. All this is new to me. But I know what he told me. I know what I seen in his presence. You understand what I'm saying? And we, we bind the spirit of suicide thoughts, emotional thoughts, depression. Wrong emotional thoughts, depression, oppression, frustration, controlling, manipulation, any 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 hex or any spells that's been put on you, we bind up in the name of Jesus Christ. We lose peace, God's peace, love, and joy, and prosperity over our y'all life right now. Right now, right now, nothing's too hard for God. Trust the process. Continue to press on. Continue to reach down and help somebody else up. Somebody's counting on you. Somebody's weighing on you. And somebody's watching you. This is Angela Bless. Uh, check me out on Instagram at Angie7102. Follow me on Facebook at Angela Bless on Real Talk. I love you guys. I love you guys. I love you. And guys, stay tuned for my uh, Thursday. I'll do a holiday. Thankful, grateful, and blessings to all. Love you guys. Bye.